Hello! Welcome to another episode of Bitch Prince. Election day was yesterday, everyone. Ah! Is anyone else just, like, screaming in inside? I don't know. <laughs> Hope you got out there and voted. My husband and I voted early. We did the mail-in thing, but we were also paranoid, so we actually did the mail-in thing, and my husband took it to the ballot box to make sure that it was nice and safe and on its little way. So hope everybody voted. It is a right that not everyone has had and not even that long ago. So it's really important as a citizen of this country to do your part and vote. And hopefully our country is going to be a step forward in the right direction. I know a lot of people have a lot of anxious feelings this year, to put it lightly, including myself. So in light of everyone turning in their ballots yesterday, and also in light of tomorrow's kind of <laughs> my birthday, <laughs> my last year in my 20s, guys, I thought that we would start off with something that's my favorite thing and start off with a meditation again, even though we did one last week, because I love the meditations. So it's a little for my birthday so that I can get my mind a little off of election yesterday. So today is my transition day and I'm gonna help it be your transition day because even though we might feel super anxious and overwhelmed and sick to our stomachs and tighten our chest, it's out of our hands right now. All we can do is watch and wait. So this is our transition day to say, all right, election day was yesterday, we got through it, we did it. I'm obviously recording this previously, you know, so I hope this isn't premature positivity or toxic positivity because I'm not going to pretend like I don't think there might be some American Horror Story cult, season cult level shit that might happen on election day. So yeah, if that happened, I'm sorry and we'll discuss it in the next episode, but I'm just hoping everything went smoothly. And we're taking it from that point and saying, all right, it was yesterday. It's now out of our hands. We're all going to meditate. And then tomorrow, November 5th, which is my birthday. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Super freaking easy to memorize. <laughs> we can celebrate and everyone can have a virtual drink with me or mocktail. Yay! <laughs> so with that, let's start our meditation. We're going to ease into it. So make sure that you're in a comfortable position. If you are at work, just try to do this the best you can or pause it for later. If you're driving to work, please don't close your eyes and become sleepy and meditative. The obvious things. But we're going to get started here. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome. You are here. You are present. You're taking a look at the scenery around you and feeling joy. Whether you are in a place that naturally brings you joy, like a park or your home, or you're in a place that maybe isn't your top choice, like your work office or waiting in line somewhere, look around your scenery and everything around you and realize that life is still good. Whether you are in your chosen space or counting down the time 
until you get back to your chosen space. If you're in a cubicle, you have a job, you're supporting yourself and maybe your family. If you're waiting in line, maybe there's some delicious food that's coming soon. Just take a look at your surroundings and recognize the good. We're gonna take a deep breath in and on the exhale, we're gonna close our eyes. Ready? Deep breath in and exhale. Closing your eyes. If you're seated, making sure that your back is straight, your posture in a comfortable position, or leaned against something that supports your back. And your legs are either crossed in a position where your foot won't fall asleep or firmly planted on the floor. Your hands are either clasped in your lap, nicely folded, or resting face down on your legs. Roll around on your sit bones and make sure that you're comfortable. Eyes closed, body firmly planted and comfortable. We're gonna first listen to all of the sounds around us. Maybe it's people talking, someone typing, birds chirping. We're gonna imagine the scenery around us. And then we're going to escape by focusing on the breath and reach our internal being. We're gonna start off and get the counting our breaths. We're gonna count to 10, one with the in, two with the out. And when we get to 10, we'll start over. If something distracts you, like a sound, note it and say sound in your mind, but then release it and go back to the breathing. If you feel something, whether it be physical or emotional, note it as feeling. Lightly note it and release it. And then return to the breath and the counting. If a thought pops in your head, note it and then release it into the wind and continue your counting and your breathing. Here we go. In, one, out, two, in, three, out, four. And continue on your own natural breathing pace. 
going to do an exercise for your anxiety. You're going to take your hand and you're going to clasp it in a fist, still keeping those eyes closed, posture up, feet firmly planted on the floor. With your fist, let your thumb and your pinky stick out so that only the middle three fingers are now clasped. We're gonna breathe in at our own pace. Hold the breath at the top of the nostrils and then release. With each breath, you're going to be either using the pinky or the thumb to close off the left or right nostril. So start with your pinky on the left side if you're right-handed and you're gonna breathe in, having your pinky on your left nostril, closing off the air passage, and breathe all the way to the top, taking it at your own natural breathing pace. And when you reach the top, hold it for a second, and then switch over to your thumb, pressing against your right nostril to close off that airway and breathe so with each inhale, we have the pinky on one nostril, closing the airway. We reach the top, and at the top of that breath, we switch our fingers over to the thumb, closing off the other airway nostril to breathe out and exhale. Let's do it together. Closing off the nostril, where the pinky lies, breathing in, letting it sit at the top, switching over to close off the nostril closest to the thumb, and breathe out with your nose. Continue keeping your thumb on that nostril and breathing in, letting it sit at the top, and then now switching over to the pinky and exhaling through your nose. Continue this patterned breath. Breathing in, holding at the top, switching over and exhaling all through the nose. Excellent. It's a great breathing exercise to do whenever you feel anxious or a tightness in your chest or any kind of anxiety. We're going to take one more deep breath in and out. 
start to notice the sounds around you again. Come back to the present moment, feeling more calm, more grounded, less anxious. We cannot tackle everything that comes at us in the world, but we can handle what's inside ourselves and how we approach the world. So let's approach it with strength, fearlessness, confidence, even if there's still a little bit more anxiety we need to breathe through, that we feel more emotionally stable to get through whatever comes at us and let go of what we cannot control. And with that, open your eyes when you're ready. Awesome job, everyone. I hope that helps a little bit as we're all very nervous about our climate. Not going to get too much into politics, but I want to make sure that we have our self-care to handle what might be in store because we are strong, career-driven women, but we still need to take breaks and ground ourselves and make sure that we're really prepared internally to take on whatever may happen and releasing what we cannot control. So today, our topic is going to be about the relationships that help us stay grounded the most, and that's friendships. More specifically, long-distance friendships. I have a handful of wonderful long-distance relationships. Pretty much all of my friends growing up moved away, including myself. So even before all of this pandemic, we already had a lot of long-distance things in place. The pandemic just made it 10 times harder <laughs> to actually see each other, even once a year. So... I think that with friendships, whether you're long distance always, or if you're just distance now because of social distancing, even if you're only 15 minutes away, it's still really valuable and still now counts as long distance. <laughs> long distance no longer applies to friends that live in different states or countries. It can literally mean long distance now because you're social distancing. So I wanted to make sure that we cover that in a time where we might need even more support right now during election time, a huge, huge part of self-care is having a tribe, as my therapist calls it. A tribe, as she says, is two to four people that you would literally murder for anything for. And I know you might think, no, I, I have a close group of friends that's bigger than that because I do too. I have, we had a lot of bridesmaids and groomsmen at our wedding and I have a lot of people that have been huge in my life since I was young and are still incredibly, incredibly close friends to me and people that I call my friend soulmates. I do believe that we have more than one soulmate in this world and I don't think that is only romantic. I truly believe you have friend soulmates. Your soul recognizes another soul and it doesn't always need to be sexual and it can still be a soulmate. So I call my closest friends my friend soulmates, but my therapist said, narrow it down 
to your tribe. So not everyone that's a friend soulmate might be in your tribe. So my tribe does consist of definitely two people, technically four, and it is really important because they are more family. It's those friends that you've chosen, and I don't think blood is thicker than water, not at all. And it's these people that really and truly are your family, and you talk to them, treat them, cuddle them like your actual family members. And it's just a different kind of relationship and experience. And so you need a tribe for your self-care. And that's why a lot of times too, people who only have a couple close friends, that's why people say, well, you only need a couple close friends. Like, yeah, you look at the person who has 30 amazing friends. I'm not, that's awesome. And I love having a wider group of friends to go and run around and do stuff with. But that's why people don't think it's unhealthy or bad if you have less friends because all that means is that you're just a more introverted person that doesn't need all of the levels of different friends. There are acquaintances and good friends and kind of good friends. I mean, there's so many different levels. And some people just don't need all that in their lives and kind of cut out the bullshit and only focus on their core. And that's okay too. These people that are in your tribe, that are your friend soulmates, yeah, they're the people that when you see them, it's like you just saw them yesterday, even if it's been a year. And it's so valuable and special feeling. But the problem is, is that now you can't even travel to see them for the special stuff that you might have actually gone and traveled to see them this year. And a lot of things might have had to be canceled. I had two friends who turned 30 that we had to cancel them visiting. My couple of my friends were going to all come to Phoenix where I live, which was going to be so amazing to show them my house and my new living area, and then also celebrate one of my tribe's birthdays. And we had to cancel it, which I believe I mentioned in the first season. And then I was hoping to go to Boston to visit my 110% tribe, my friend who was also turning 30 and lives in Boston. Thought something would be over by October. Lo and behold, we are still quarantining and social distancing. So even that had to be canceled as well. And we were going to go walk around Walden Pond. And I was very excited for fall in Massachusetts. But that's okay. And so that's what's tough is that, yeah, it's special. You know that you're always going to be close, even if it's been a long time. But now that time has gotten even greater than we normally expect. And we're missing out on special occasions. So even though we had to cancel these things, there are still ways to connect. And in order to not just miss out on these experiences completely together, even though we can't be together physically, we can still be together. Yes, you have to make an extra effort. But it's possible. There's ways to do it. And there's ways to still feel special and make your tribe feel special and be there for each other for support and emotions. I know plenty of people have had to cancel, postpone, or cut down guest lists for weddings and birthdays and girls trips and baby showers. These are all really important events, especially for women. And that's just a fact. Women do have a lot of bigger events that socially we celebrate more than men. 
And we are missing out on these things that were like emotional fuel for us. Going to our friend's wedding, celebrating our friend's birthdays, going on a drunken girl's trip, going to baby showers and seeing your best friend pregnant. These are huge emotional moments where you want to be there and support emotionally and also just be there and make your own emotions happy. And it's almost a self-care to go to some of these events because you get to be together for these beautiful, happy moments, especially for the tipsy girl trips. So how do we not miss out on these experiences, even though they're not going to look like we planned and we're probably not all going to be in the same room and we have to make a lot of effort? We've got to make the effort, though, because we need the self-care that our tribe gives us. We cannot lose it, especially in a time like this. The most basic thing you can do for things like weddings, birthdays, baby showers, these amazing events, just send more cards. The postal service ends up, it needs it now. I mean, and we're quarantining, so what perfect timing to send cards. We're quarantining, postal service needs us. Send more cards, write beautiful letters, Get out your Victorian era vibe and send cards. Everybody likes cards. I know that a lot of people might be mad at me for saying that because trees, and I get that. But then find paper that is good for the environment. There's like banana paper, stuff like that, that's not made from trees. Even send an e-card, I don't give a shit. But use the mail if you can and find a way environmentally friendly and safe that you're comfortable with to send cards. Everyone loves being thought of. And it's not hard. It's a flimsy piece of paper. You just have to write something small and then stamp it and put it in your mailbox. It really is simple. You don't have to be a wordsmith to do it. You don't have to write a freaking poetry or prose. Just say, I'm thinking of you. And send something on funny stationery or cute stationery. It is so valuable. And yes, you might be buying gifts and sending them off as well, but there's just something about right now a card that really is that emotional support. So flippin' send cards, guys. Send them. And we need our tribe and our friend soulmates, besides the obvious human need for social interaction, (laughs) to make us feel good and safe and We need our friends and our friend soulmates and our tribe to actually help us out in our life. And even though we might not be seeing them every day like we might have normally, you have to find ways to still communicate and get that support. It's more than social interaction. It's literally self-care, ladies. First and foremost with your tribe, you need them for grounding. Your tribe knows you. They can tell if you're gearing off course, that you're not really following the path that they know you wanted to take and reaching the goals you wanted to take and that you are not on the right path that they know you want to be on in your life goals. Or they also notice if you're not being emotionally yourself and they can recognize when things are wrong because they flip and know you and force you to self-care even when you don't want to. <laughs> There's been definitely a lot of that with my tribe, especially with one of my friends who works as a chef. And obviously working in a kitchen is insanely stressful, especially when you're a chef. 
And we've literally had to be yelling at him to just say, okay, you need to take a break. This isn't acceptable. And you need to have some self-care. Here are our suggestions. You don't have to take them. But flipping pause and take a break or you're gonna burn out, spin out, fall to the ground. Thank goodness he's starting to listen for his own happiness. You need your friends, your tribe, your friend soulmates to help you ground yourself because so much shit happens normally, let alone now in today's climate. And you need them to help you remember who you are, where you came from in a positive way, not a judgy negative way. <laughs> what you love, what your goals are, because it is so easy for us to forget ourselves and what we do love and want and the silliest things that make us happy and where we really wanted to go next in our journey. And that is what your friends, soulmates, and tribe are for. They are to help keep you grounded and accountable for yourself and your self-care. I know in my last episode, we talked about how getting out and meeting new people at work or in volunteer groups or over some kind of virtual class that might be happening is really positive to learn more about cultures and be a more well-rounded person and improve the climate of our nation. But in reality, sometimes we do need that like-mindedness, aka our tribe, to feel safe. It is a safety thing. We need to get out of our comfort zone but you need to still make sure that you're keeping in touch with your tribe so that you feel safe and comfortable and coddled a little in your own life. Your mom ain't the only one that coddles you. Sometimes you need your tribe to coddle you a little bit. It is a love thing. It makes you feel included and it makes you feel part of something and it makes you not feel alone in this freaking insane world. You need that like-mindedness to feel like you are not alone and to feel like you are part of something and that there are other people in this world that think of you and think like you. It is all about representation. And so as we work to help other people find that representation and we try to reach out to others and learn more cultures, it is okay to step back and sometimes say, hey, I just, I need to go back to my group of people that I feel like so comfortable with in a sense that they're basically family that I love and care about me and not, you know, your awful uncle that treats you like shit and emotionally abuses you or something. <laughs> not the family that you don't like seeing at like the Thanksgiving table because arguments always start. I mean the family that you are really close to that you need that kind of shared like-mindedness. You don't have to speak it or say it. You just feel it. It's a feeling. And you don't get that from everyone. That is something you get from your tribe. And it is something that makes you feel safe. It is a comfort blanket. <laughs> and you need that and deserve that, especially now. Your tribe is also so, so, so needed for your career support. We're career-driven, independent women. And you need women to support you in your career. I talked a lot last season about women being there for each other in the workplace instead of hurting each other. Most of your friend soulmates are probably going to be in totally different career paths. And so you're really not worrying about, you know, workplace tendencies or something like that. But you still need to 
really help each other in your career. Even if you're, you're not working in the same office and you don't know what the hell the other person actually does, <laughs> it's not about literally giving advice. It's about validation and just support in like lifting them up and, and congratulating them or helping them when something bad happens. It's all about validation. You need validation for that career support from your tribe. Anything from saying, hey, I know that you have to do this certain huge project, but you can freaking do it. I know you want to talk to your boss about a raise. Here's maybe what I did. You can absolutely do this and you deserve this. Oh, that awful sexist comment or way you were treated. Yeah, no, validating you. That was bad. Go to HR. Validation support, celebration, lifting each other up, keeping each other safe. That's where your tribe is going to always support your career. Maybe you're lucky and you're creative and you even get to bounce ideas off with your friends and give each other ideas for your next projects or films or podcasts or creative works. And that's even better. If you can directly support each other's career, That is fantastic and that is so fun to do as a friend. And I have that relationship with some of my friends as well. But even if you guys are in completely different career fields, you need FaceTime with your friends and you need them there to cheer you on as you do the hard things in your job, as you feel insecure. And they need to validate you when you're worried if something was inappropriate or you fucked up or something happened. You need them there to say, no, you are good, or yes, that was unacceptable and you need to say something, you need that validation, especially as a woman in the workplace. When it comes to relationships with your tribe, I always like to think of it as kind of Victorian era of relationships. If you read a lot of Victorian works, you notice there's all the intimacy and almost, you know, even some physical with friends instead of with, you know, the husband or wife. And in the Victorian time, that made sense. You might have read a lot of Victorian works and been like, are they gay? Is she a lesbian? Are they in a relationship? I can't tell. And maybe, but honestly, most times, no. That was relationships back then. Marriage was 100% a business transaction. Give me your dowry. Marry this family into this family. Completely business, no love. You didn't go to your husband for emotional support. You might even sleep in separate beds. (laughs) It was not an emotional relationship or an intimate relationship, or at least it wasn't expected to be ever. And so where you got those emotions and that deep, deep love with a partner and even that physical intimacy was with your friends. And a lot of times the friends that, you know, grew up in your area in the Victorian time, because it's not like there was a lot of forms of travel. (laughs) So when you read these accounts or diaries or books written in Victorian era style and you hear about these really deep, deep love relationships and a lot of cuddling going on between people of the same sex, that was friendships back then. That's where you got that physical intimacy. Your husband stuck it in and got the job done and you got your intimacy and cuddling from your friends and that playfulness and the tickling and the this and it might seem like flirting, but it really is just an expression of love and and intimacy on a physical level that we all need. And back then, the sex and the intimacy was separate. Now, we have relationships with our partners and significant others that we get both sex and intimacy. 
But that back then, not so much. And so with our tribe, I feel like more now, we are actually asking for less of that intimacy. We're going the opposite direction of the Victorian era. And we're saying, oh, now I'm just getting it all from my partner. And that's really amazing that your hu- your husband or wife or partner is giving you that intimacy. It is so needed for a modern, lasting, safe, supportive relationship. But it's negative to completely exclude that from your friendships. If you are, if you have someone in your tribe, if you have a friend soulmate, then you do have a deep emotional love and you need that physical intimacy as well. It's not sexual. It's not going to go into any type of, you know, kissing or something like that even. But you need the cuddling and the playfulness and like being near each other. You need to enjoy being near each other. I mean, after all, you spend time with people because you obviously like being around them. But when they're part of your tribe, it is a different level. It is a Victorian era level. Hashtag Victorian era level friendships. I don't know, too long. But that's something that is starting to kind of go away, I feel like, in modern friendships. And that's not good either. It's You don't want to only be intimate with your significant other. Maybe you're intimate with your you know, mom. You still cuddle with your mom or sibling or something. Like Maybe you're in a very huggy family like me. But intimacy shouldn't just be coming from your partner. And honestly, you're going to learn how to be intimate better with your partner if you're intimate with other people as well and learn different forms of intimacy. So get that Victorian era level friendship going and see, you know, maybe you're not that type of person that is cuddly and that's okay too. But emotional love can be just as deep with a friend and as intimate without the sex and without the sexual attraction. It is is natural. That is actually natural and it's good. And so I know it might be really hard right now when you aren't getting able to hang out with your friends. I know I miss cuddling with my tribe that I mentioned earlier that we grew up together and quite often like all just crashed in the same bed because one of my friends, he is gay, so our friend, our parents allowed us <laughs> to all cuddle. And we did. We cuddled all the damn time and we still cuddle. They're basically my family. And I miss that part of it. And so I don't Hope that you're missing it to hurt you, but I hope that you're missing it because it exists in your life. And that's how you can recognize someone in your tribe is that you have that level of intimacy. The other thing that we really need from our tribe is relationship support with our significant others. And no, I'm not talking cruel significant other gossip and just talking shit about everyone and like hating and canceling your partners. Not what I'm talking about at all. You need relationship support from your tribe because your tribe are, so they should be, people who will actually listen to your troubles and not judge them and people that truly want your relationship to succeed. There is a huge difference between cruelly gossiping about your significant other, which is super toxic because you should always support and lift up your significant other. Otherwise, you're tearing down your relationship and trust. There's a difference between that and going to your tribe and saying, hey, I'm having issues. They're doing this. It's not working. It's not good. I don't like that they do this. They don't like that I do that. 
because you want them to listen and your tribe isn't going to judge it and they're not going to immediately be like, he's the worst. They're going to actually give you advice to fix things and to mend things and to work on things because they want your relationship to succeed. We're not in high school. You don't need to bitch about your relationship, but you do need to talk and vent about what's going on, good, bad, ugly, with people that you know is a safe space that won't judge you so that you can learn about different avenues to help grow your relationship and work on it and improve it and mature in it. And so your tribe will support your significant other relationship because they will want it to truly succeed. And that's another way to really recognize who your tribe is, is who just wants to hear the gossip and who is actually there for me and wanting to see my love succeed. And then of course your tribe are people you have fun with, but people that you have life experiences with outside of your core significant other relationship. Trust me, I freaking love going on vacay with my husband. We are best friends and we have so much fun. And honestly, sometimes it's hard to like do vacay stuff without him. But whenever I get there and do it, like in December when I went for one of my tribe's 30th birthdays, because one of them got in before COVID, <laughs> we, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss you a lot. But then when I got there, I was like, hell yeah. Girl time, let's do this. It was so amazing. And you need life experiences outside of your significant other core relationship. Because not to be morbid, but you never know what the fuck is going to happen in your life. And your significant other cannot be your only source of unloneliness. You can't only lose the sense of loneliness when you're with your significant other. Obviously, you need to enjoy being with yourself. But you also need other relationships that provide that same kind of level of fun and happiness and joy and gain life experiences sometimes without your significant other. It literally, literally, don't look up studies. I don't have one for you, but look one up. But it does literally make you healthier and body, mind, and soul, especially as we get older and we are women, we do need more emotional support. I mean, I think men need lots of emotional support. It just doesn't naturally come to them, unfortunately, but I do recognize that men do need emotional support, and they need that in their tribe friendships just as much as women. But in reality, women are going to get that more, and maybe we need it a little more because we are more emotional beings. So we are literally healthier body, mind, and soul when we do have those experiences with our best friends. Having your significant other be your best friend is, well, the best. (laughs) But again, can't be your only best friend, cannot be your only source of curing loneliness. Your friends and your tribe, your tribe needs to have that same power to make you feel safe and at home. One of my favorite little quotes that I have in our house is what I love most about home is who I share it with. And your tribe is the same way that even if you are missing your significant other because you're traveling on a girl's trip, you still feel home because you're with your girls and you feel safe. You got each other's backs and that is so important and you need to create life experiences both, you know, in group events, double, triple, quadruple dates, but sometimes even without your significant others. And that's just, it's just so important. You never know what has happened in life and you've got to cultivate more relationships than just your significant other. And you need to have those experiences with more people 
than just your significant other. So make sure that you got to still make sure that you're creating those experiences. But I do realize that now that's a lot harder. We're in quarantine. And so even if you didn't have a long distance relationship with your tribe and your friend soulmates, now you do. Even if you live 15 minutes away from each other, it's basically a long distance relationship. So how do we keep those life experiences going when we are canceling our plans and not being able to travel to see each other or even go down the road to see each other? Well, here are my long distance friend date ideas for you. My first one is brunch. We all love a good brunch. Come on, ladies, don't lie. Don't try to pretend like we ain't all a little basic. Everyone loves brunch. My husband even loves brunch. We love brunch. What you can do is you can time it so that you guys DoorDash brunch at the same time, get some ingredients for mimosas, and have brunch over FaceTime. You can still get super dressed up and make it all cute and fancy and get all tipsy. Have a brunch with your friends. I actually did this with my mom, but it was a surprise. She DoorDashed me my food, like from Indiana. She ordered it to go to my address though like from a restaurant in Phoenix and was like this like this is going to show up at your door and then like had a whole card and so we had mimosas and brunch over FaceTime and it was so so special I know we're going to do it again and it really it is worth it it's worth the effort and it really does make you feel close and fun so brunch is not out in quarantine you can door dash brunch to yourselves and have a fancy fancy brunch with mimosas together the other thing which a lot of people are doing now is this Jackbox TV. My One of my tribe introduced it to us and then my husband was playing it with his friends and so we've done some game nights with our mutual friends and you can still have game night. You can still have game night in quarantine. You just gotta look up jackbox.tv. They have so many different games from like a Pictionary type game to like uh, guess this word or fill in the blank like mad libs type thing it's freaking hilarious it's can be as inappropriate as you want it it will actually literally get you laughing and you can have like as many people be part of it everyone just logs in from their own device like their phone or something or their computer and it is just so much fun and it is like a competition they're all like competition games so someone does win at the end it's an absolute blast have game night with your friends with jackbox.tv. This is not an ad. <laughs> Another thing that you can do is spa day is not canceled either. You can easily get online, find some face masks, maybe some bubble bath, and you can even send each other some spa day baskets. Like how fun would that be if you were sent something or you got sent something from a friend and it was like, hey, Let's have a spa day and you guys can put on some face masks together and just shoot the shit. Not every FaceTime call has to be just a boring FaceTime call. Make them themed and fun and relaxing. Think of things that you would do in person and just do them together over FaceTime so that it doesn't even feel like FaceTime. My friends and I have kind of done the face mask thing. If you're super comfortable with your friends, you could have, I don't a bubble bath with wine over FaceTime. But basically, you know, send each other little spa day baskets and have a nice like pamper self-care day with your friend that you would normally go to the spa or get pedicures with. It's so lovely and it like kills two self-care birds with one stone. 
one of my things that I tried to do was take a class, like a virtual class, which kind of goes into the last episode of, you know, taking classes to learn more about different cultures. I took a virtual class and they sent like the ingredients and stuff, everything but the wet ingredients. They sent the dry ingredients and did a Victoria sponge cake. Super fun. And for those that don't know, Victoria sponge cake is a UK thing. But you can do something like this with your friends as well. You can cook the same recipe together, do it over FaceTime. Maybe one person reads the directions a little bit more and, you know, helps the other one out. You know, have rolls and cook the same recipe together. I also did this with my mom <laughs> for Rosh Hashanah. We actually had never made homemade challah before. So we made challah together and it was so special. It was such a nice experience. And even though we weren't right next to each other, it was equally as special and heartwarming and it felt so homey and good. And we had never done it before. So it was a brand new memory and experience that we got to have together even though it was in quarantine over FaceTime states away. So find a fun recipe, maybe also a cocktail recipe that pairs with whatever you're making, dessert, dinner, what have you, and cook something with your friend. It'll be so much fun and it's actually pretty hilarious because someone's going to mess up or spill something. What a lot of my friends do and a lot of Instagram people do is a book club as well. I think the book club Bellatrist, which is Emma Roberts thing, I think she actually started that with her friend because one was in LA and one was in New York. And so they did a book club because they both loved to read, picked a book a month and then decided, you know, to make it an Instagram thing. It blew up. I do a lot. I do look up a lot of books there. But a great way is to do that with your friend as well. Read the same book. You can do one a month. You can give each other a couple months, whatever. It's quarantine. No one's timing you. You don't have to do one a month. There's no quota here. But do some kind of book club. And then not only are you enriching your life with a great book, maybe getting a book from a different culture and learning together, but then you can connect on it. And it's more than just a TV show or something like that and zoning out. You are being really engaged and reading and exercising your mind and then probably talking about a little bit more intellectual things than you would if you were just discussing, I don't know, who is killed who on the murder mystery that you're watching or if you think so-and-so did it. <laughs> Have a book club with your friend. You can discuss the book in chunks. You can just discuss it when you're both done reading it. It really is fun and brings you together. And then to me, books are like little treasure troves anyway. They're just like these cute little boxes filled with these amazing stories. They're totally little treasure boxes to me. And you guys can share that treasure box together. If you are a video gamer, you can visit each other online, kind of literally. I don't really play Animal Crossing, but I know that's blown up since quarantine. So you can meet each other on Animal Crossing and have your little avatars or characters hang out and talk to each other. So get off of FaceTime if you want and meet each other online. My husband uses Discord to talk to all his friends while he video games. So use Discord. I know my Friends of the Pod, other podcasts that I help with, which yes, they're going to be doing a video watching thing of uh, Hocus Pocus and they are going to be talking to everyone over Discord. So you could play video games and talk with your friends online, 
but you can still visit each other online even if you hate video games. You can get a Discord and you can watch the same thing on Netflix and message each other funny shit on Discord. Send each other gifts and all that stuff. Discord is really popular. If you don't know what that is, for sure, look it up. But you can visit each other online, whether literally your avatars or just talking over Discord while you watch the same movie with popcorn and wine or something like that. You can still kind of have movie night and chat over Discord. There are ways to still talk online that is beyond FaceTime. You don't have to be looking at someone. And that's better than texting. So check out Discord and visit each other online either with your avatars or through Discord to actually talk and have a little movie night. I mean, Halloween might be over when this airs, but you can still watch scary movies and make sure each other aren't too totally freaking scared as you get tipsy and pop popcorn like scandal. <laughs> Another thing you can do which leans towards the classes is find YouTube classes that you can do together, like a yoga or a meditation. You could do any type of virtual class together, really, because it's going to start at the same time and you can be doing it at the same time. Join a class together. Do a baking class together or a craft class together. But you can also do some yoga and meditation. I know that a lot of us like to have workout buddies, especially for yoga. And now we're not going to yoga with our yoga buddies. So go on YouTube and there's a million different yoga videos probably have mentioned that my favorite is yoga with Adrian, which the breathing at the beginning of this did totally have inspiration from her anxiety video. So I didn't just pull that out of thin air, by the way, <laughs> but look up yoga with Adrian or some of the tons and tons and tons of other meditative or yoga or workout related classes and do one with your friend. It can be an accountability thing to work out, but it can also just be, hey, I miss going to yoga with you. Let's both just like at the same time, make some like mint matcha tea and soak it up and turn down the lights and get some little fake candles going and know that we're like doing this yoga in sequence in sync together. And it just feels like you're connected from someone with someone, whether you're 15 minutes away or states away or countries away, that you're doing this practice at the same time together. And it, it just makes it that much more relaxing and makes you feel connected with them. Even if you can't do it in person like you maybe normally do, you can still get that time together. You don't have to lose that class time and that calming time together. It is so beneficial for your mental health and your physical health. So don't lose those times together. Finally, since we are missing so many big events, my biggest thing is to send each other some swag. If you're gonna celebrate over FaceTime, send your friend some swag. When my friend just turned 30 in October and I was, you know, like I said, gonna go visit her and then couldn't, I sent her a crown and a sash so that, you know, I couldn't be there to just get tipsy in person and be silly. And she's part of my tribe, so we weren't gonna like go out to the club. And sorry if that voice just like made you wanna murder yourself and stab your eardrums. But um, we weren't gonna like get all glittery and go to the club. That is maybe a close friend thing, but not always a tribe thing. We would have totally just got a bunch of junk food and got tipsy on her floor and cuddled her dogs and been super silly and cuddly in the most ridiculous PJs and fuzzy socks. And we didn't get to do that. And so I didn't think it was enough to just get on FaceTime and maybe drink and have some apps. 
I still wanted to make it special. So I sent her some B-Day swag. So she had a crown and a sash to wear. And those are things that also, her husband is awesome, but her husband wouldn't think to get her a freaking crown and a sash. That's, that's definitely a woman tribe thing. And so think of what you would do if you were in person or maybe think of something that maybe I wouldn't have gotten her that if we were in person, but I wanted to make it more than just FaceTime and I wanted it to be special and I wanted her to feel special. And so I did something that is very women tribe oriented that you know I knew her husband wouldn't do, which is get her a little fake crown and sash. And it just made it that much more celebratory and special. And I know she enjoyed wearing it. Mm -hmm. We all queens. So send, them, send your friends some swag. Make them feel special. It's their special day. So make them feel special in a way that you would if you were there. But you have to just, you know, make it a little different. Make a little bit different type of an effort to give them that feeling. <sighs> well, that is it, my friends. I hope this helps you realize how special your tribe and friend soulmates are, even if you probably already have, and gives you some ideas to reconnect and get that special occasions and connections flowing again and make you feel a little bit better because being with your tribe is self-care and I would hate for anyone to be without that right now. We need each other more than ever, even if we've got to be a little bit more creative to do it. You deserve that support and you deserve your tribe and I hope that you guys are working together to make it happen. With that, I want to give my weekly shout out to a woman named, I'm so sorry if I say this wrong, a woman named Vlada Bortnik. She is the CEO and co-founder of the Marco Polo app. What is the Marco Polo app? It is an app, if you haven't heard of it, that is kind of a cross between like Snapchat and texting. I think Vlada actually refers to it as like a video walkie-talkie. And it kind of is like a video walkie-talkie, except you don't have to respond right away. You can create little groups on there as well. So I have a group with my tribes. I have one with the two and one with the other two because <laughs> I do have those are my little tribes. And we get to talk on there and you just send, it's literally a video message of yourself and it saves all the video messages like in a line at the bottom, kind of looks like a video reel. And so you can go back and watch the other ones as well. And you can respond right then. You can watch them in real time as they're actually recording it. You can watch it two days later. You can respond five days later or you can respond right away. And then it's when you're responding back and forth, that's where it's more like a video walkie talkie but then it's more like that combination of a Snapchat and a text when you know, you're know you going back and forth, but maybe not in real time because you're busy. And so it kind of takes some of the need out when it's really hard sometimes to get on FaceTime. It's like crazy because we're in quarantine, but then also we're still busy and probably are needing a little bit more self-care and downtime. And so maybe don't want to talk on FaceTime for hours as much as normal because we need a little bit more recharge time with everything that is coming at us this year. And so Marco Polo is great because then you can still see their face and feel like you're like kind of with them, but then you can respond when you want. You don't have to do it right away or FaceTime for hours. It's really great. So thank you, Vlada Bortnik, for being a co-founder of Marco Polo and the CEO. Shout out to women that freaking kill it like that. I use the app all the time, so thank you. 
Well, with that, that is the end of our episode for this week. Contact your friends after this, write them a letter, schedule a game night, a brunch day, a book club, a cooking class, something, send them a gift, a card, something with your tribe or your friend soulmates. Make sure you're still supporting each other because damn, we all need it, queens. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. It's at M-A-L-L-O-R-Y dot B-L-A-Y-N-E. That's at Mallory dot Blaine. DM me on there if you have any ideas. Follow me. Let's chit chat. I love making friends on Instagram, especially now. (laughs) Be my friend. No, but seriously, DM me if you have any ideas you want me to cover. I'm here for you guys, and I want to make sure I'm giving you the best self-care as a career-driven woman, especially today. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. We're over halfway done. And don't forget to leave your mark. Bye.